same for me. I mean, one of my colleagues is uh, on a well-deserved vacation at the moment. Hmm. Uh, ah, lucky them. Which, before the, yes, well before the school Before the school mm -hmm. holidays. It's clever. It's the, the way to do it. Hmm. No, it's it's been it's been a mixed bag for me. Like with work, basically, a lot of people have been on vacation, so work has been a bit slow. Hmm. But it's also starting to get to me. Mm. I've been considering taking just a few days off to breathe. Do it. Yes. Yes. You need to, I mean, even when it, really even when it's not busy, the daily routine it slowly it grinds you down. And 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 this and the summer weather doesn't help. You don't have summer weather. You have apocalyptic sun weather. It's different. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh. But that's what we will be talking about today. Hi, welcome to Indulgently Minimal. I am Moggy, and I am joined today by Jeff. Hey, guys. And Murdoch. Hello, everyone. And following on from last week, we want to dive in a little deeper. We're going to be talking about holidays, rest, relaxation, and avoiding that problematic burnout issue. Now, that's work burnout, not burnout from Murdoch going out in the sun for five seconds. <laughs> or burnouts in your cool car, just going into the parking lot and doing burnouts. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Not the cool burnout, not the, the sunburn, the I don't want to go to work anymore, mommy. Uh, <laughs> Not the nice seer as soon as you sit on the leather seats. Ah, oh. this is warm. This is too warm. Remember to bring something to, you know, to deglaze to make a font. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely gotten to that time of the year where the reflective covers for the car have come out. Like all of the, you walk down the parking lot and all the cars look like they've got aluminium foil wrapped around them. Mm. Vital. It's absolutely vital. Yeah. Well, and for us as well, like burnout is a, it's a real problem and it's so named because that's how it feels. Like I have done it. I have set myself like a goal. I wanted, you know, a certain amount of money. There's a certain, you know, I wanted to buy a house. So I worked my little behind off for like five mm -hmm. years. And by the end of it, I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to work. I didn't want to relax. I didn't want to watch TV. I didn't want. I just became this little husk. A burnt out husk. Yes, exactly. Mm. And it can be avoided. It can be avoided, not just with, you know, like a <laughs> one of those healthy life work balances that I hear so much about, you know, indulging <laughs> minimally in the, you know, the corporate grind or anything like that, but also in taking rest, taking vacation. Mm -hmm. And yeah, taking rest and learning when yeah you learning the signs it sneaks up on you you don't you don't always know it's sneaking up on you um mm. you might you might think you're fine and then suddenly not i mean jeff do you remember when the 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 covid19 pandemic really sort of hit and we went through that period of unemployment like i don't know how you felt i know that after a while of kind of like panicking and like ah what am i gonna do once the dust settled i realized like holy moly i needed this I needed mm -hmm. to be not doing anything for a while. I didn't realize how bad it had gotten. Hmm. It's uh, you get definitely trapped in the uh, the mindset of you know you get up, you got to work, you get up, you got to work, you get up, you got to work, because that's what you need to do. You get up to go to work because you need to get your wage, because you need to get wage, because you need to pay for your house, and you live in your house so you can get to your job, and you have your job so you can get pay for your house but you live near in the house so you can go to the job it, it, it's just this it, you start this cycle to with work. nothing exactly mm. and there's no because it's a cycle there's no room for anything else to get into it it becomes monotonous and repetitive and 
it just keeps speeding up and eventually, you know, it, it does sick donuts in the McDonald's car park and you burn out. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. The situation was a little bit different for me, like right before the pandemic hit. Uh, I was fortunate enough to find work and mm. then I had to hang on to that like nail and tooth. Yeah. I, I didn't really have an option and that, that, that dragged on for a good while. Yeah. Mm. That dragged on for a good while, like everything leading up to, I think, the vacation we took last year. There's a good yeah. like four or five years of just like, you know, uh, axe to the stone, just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. I, I didn't have, I didn't have the liberty of choice, let's say. You're trying mm. to, I remember you're trying, it's basically like a mountain climber. You're trying to get a grip, you know, trying to get like one one step at a time just trying to get a firm mm -hmm. handle on everything and it's the same grind and so to spin this back more positively before we sort of like just descend into uh complaining i'm i'm so sad guys <laughs> <laughs> a good break can do wonders for the psyche for the soul for everything and but i think then the other risk is that we approach the holiday from the wrong angle. Like we said, like it's about indulging minimally, indulging mindfully. And with like holidays in particular, there's this entire industry desperately trying to tell us how to holiday. They're not trying to like go, okay, what's good for you? How do you rejuvenate? What works for you? No, they're going, here's a social media thing of, you know, people enjoying themselves. You want this, right? You want to go to this resort. It, you want this colorful drink. You want this beach. Yeah. They, va vacation, they have a vacation as a product and they're trying to sell you this product. It's not a time to decompress or to de-stress. It's a commodity that yeah. you're being told is a um, desirable and rare and you need to have it and you need to have it because everybody else is having it. And you need mm. to have it conspicuously. It's conspicuous mm. consumption. Yes. It's the... It's the Instagram reality, you know, like, you know, oh, follow us on Instagram, indulge in the minimal. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a fair point to make because like the, the thing with like, um, you know, the social media and the conspicuous uh, vacationing that you've got there is that sometimes for certain things you need to be on Instagram and, and these social media platforms. Like, unfortunately for us, for what we're doing, just for sake of reach, we need to be there. Yeah, we, we need um, people to know who we are. Indulgently minimal. But indulgently minimal. <laughs> but at the same time, it's not a, oh, look at what we're doing, look at how we're doing it. It's, we're here, hi, hello, look at us. But it's not a case of, um, it doesn't, vacationing can be like that. It doesn't need to be, I'm doing this amazing thing, you should do it too. Sometimes it can be a, just a, hey, I, I'm sharing this with my friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, you know, a rooftop swimming pool with a colourful drink with an umbrella in it, looking over this gorgeous cityscape and paying, you know, half your mortgage for that experience. It can be a beautiful shared little Airbnb with a group of friends playing, you know, Mario Kart, if that's your jam. <laughs> you know, it can be like a wonderful little stay in Denmark where we all get together and, you know, have a good mm -hmm. time. And play Mario Kart. And play Mario Kart. <laughs> and play Mario Kart, yes. There's a lot of Mario Kart in our shared friendship group. It's, <laughs> hmm. So the the point I want to make is, is not that you shouldn't want these things. It's that you should understand yourself. I should understand myself. How do I rejuvenate? How do I 
relax because I don't want to burn out. I don't want to get to the point where I don't want to go to school, mommy. I, <laughs> you know, I, I want to, I mean, we call it indulgently minimal. It's indulge mindfully. Mm. It really is because it's, you've got that, it's that asking yourself, is this the kind of, because everybody needs vacations, but what kind of vacation is right for me? right now yeah. in this instance yeah. now for some people it really is that rooftop thing with the you know the swimming pool and the and the mojitos and the mai tais that might be right for some people and that's fantastic but the question is is to ask okay so everybody else is doing this on instagram mm-hmm. is that something that i need or is that something i've been told i need just a small point to make here it's basically like it is easy to fall into sort of like the trap of vacation hotspots mm this is the hotspot for this year. And then you notice that everybody is going there. Yeah. And you it's might the, get the sense the FOMO, of like, isn't it? Hmm, yeah, it is the FOMO pretty much. But, and well, you know, the wisdom you of the crowd. Two towns over. <laughs> it's like two towns over. There's a nice quiet destination that nobody's really, you know, passed through. And that might be a more pleasant time for you. The whole Mediterranean is in this battle. Each little country is like trying to, you know, lure the tourists to their little bit because... The, you know, the weather's mostly the same. They've all got access to this beautiful water, but it's like, oh, it's the happening places, you know, in Croatia this year, or now it's in, you know, uh, Ljubljana in Slovenia, which isn't on the water, but still. Okay. <laughs> Did something happen? Why does why does Slovenia have coastline now? What happened to Italy? <laughs> Italy. Like, I, I, I really want to do a vacation in Italy soon. Like, uh, I miss that country. It's beautiful. Hmm. So I think really what it is for me, it's understanding your budget, but also your desire. So it, mm. it, you know, like, I mean, I'm not a big fan of cruises and I'm not a big fan of package holidays, but at the same time, like if you've got like two kids and a vacation means going away with them, it means, you know, finding them something to do because they'll get bored and you just want to sit on the beach or by the pool with your book, but your kids need blah, blah, blah. Mm. These kind of holidays can give like a really needed structure and they can like take a lot off you because we talked yeah. last week about like analysis paralysis and like, oh, where do I go? What do I do? There's all these mm-hmm. choices. Take sometimes <laughs> what you need is a vacation from choices. <laughs> from choices. Yes. <laughs> Don't make oh, me no. think. Just take my money and let me relax. Mm-hmm. And like we've, we've seen firsthand what the, the planning can do. The planning itself can be taxing. Mm, definitely. I mean... If you recall the, uh, the the amount of planning that went into when we did the Denmark trip, you know, with the, there was ten people from I think like half a dozen countries. Yeah, it wasn't ten people and from ten countries, but it was yeah. near close. It was it, and it was a lot of planning. There were a lot of meetings. There was there was a lot of spreadsheets. That was great. I love that part. <laughs> Jeff's magic spreadsheets. Oh yes, <laughs> always good. But yeah, there were there were meetings and there were pre meetings and there were meetings to discuss the preliminary. There were meetings <laughs> exactly. to discuss the preliminary pre meeting meetings. It was mm-hmm. a lot of work. And the and the work is the work is appreciated. Like here's oh, a yes. nod to the people who planned this for us. Yes, thank you. You know who you are. You know who you are. And you have to look after those people. Those, I mean, not only are those people diamonds in the rough, those are the people that are actually giving to you. And, you know, you should love and cherish them for that. You need to look after them because so many people give, they give so freely. Like, oh, there's a trip. I will plan it because that's what I do. And you're like, where's their vacation? Where's their yeah. thing? You know, like sometimes like these people need to be kind of like, 
I don't know. I don't know a non-patronizing way to like pick up and say, it's okay. You can relax now. You have fun. Please have fun. Hmm? It's that runs into that same thing of understanding, knowing your own limitations, knowing what you, knowing what your burnout signs are, knowing what your stress signs are. Some people love helping and planning, and that's what they'll do. But they'll do it. To, they may potentially do it to the point um, they'll set themselves where they'll burn on themselves fire. out. They'll, as, as, exactly, as they say, they'll set themselves on fire to keep everyone else warm. Mm-hmm. And when there are other people around that can help lift the burden, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. help carry Frodo up that mountain. Then that's what you know. And gratitude. You know, gratitude be, yeah, is another gratitude. thing. If you go mm, on like yes. a vacation with a bunch of people and you discover that one or two people are constantly like cooking for everybody because that's their joy. It's it's very pop psych, but people talk about love languages. Like I think there's something to it. Like some people really mm. do like to cook for their friends, and that's the way they show them that they care. Maybe pick up their dirty dishes and wash them for them. Say thank you. Like that meal mm-hmm. was great. Thank you. Mm. I really appreciated this specific thing. Sometimes like we can take for granted the things that our friends do for us and not realize that just visible acts of gratitude are all that's needed to make it all worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think one last note to make, that idea of it's okay, you can relax now is also a message that you yourself need to internalize. Definitely. <laughs> we talked about it last week, didn't we, on the call to adventure. Sometimes mm. you think not every moment of your vacation needs to be planned and filled with activities. Sometimes the activity for the day is getting up at the crack of noon, enjoying your cup of coffee, walking around this nice house <laughs> that you've rented and kind of going, mm-hmm. hmm, yes, indeed. <laughs> this is a nice place. I will enjoy my coffee. Yeah, so sniff the coffee. I shall take this on the veranda. Mm, I'm, yeah. I'm now having visions of Murdoch's morning coffees in the uh, <laughs> early morning coffees on the da- on, on the Danish table. I I, I I don't know what happened. Basically, um, like I think I was just in a pattern of you know a structured uh, schedule. I kept waking up at six a.m. Like for for mm. one evening, I would like to sleep in for a bit. I mean, you had traveled, dude. I mean, I think you forget like how your internal body clocks work. So like if you're mm-hmm. you know three or four hours, that that six o'clock was your ten a.m. Mm-hmm. So all I could think of is in, inside Murdoch's brain, it's just a wakey, wakey, time to seize the day. No. Carpe diem. Carpe diem, boys. I don't know. I think I have mentioned this on a previous episode. It was along the lines of like, it didn't register that I'm on vacation until like a week later. Oh, that's, I mean, thank God you had a week after the week. Your uh-huh. weekend was, your week vacation was extended by a week. Mm-hmm. But that would have been very, very sad to have yeah. been on vacation and come back, gone to work and then thought, oh my God, I was on vacation. Mm. Like your brain just sort of, your brain doing the sloth thing where, I <laughs> 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 ah, just, ah, the sloth thing. Ah, yeah, yeah. I, tell, I, I, I definitely plan that. This is why know thyself, physician heal thyself is so important for us because I know for me, when I do a vacation, like I think the ritual of it helps. I tend to get quite organized at the beginning, pack everything, decide which restaurants I'm going to visit, which beaches I'm going to visit, get there. And then like the first day, you know, I really need to get it quite structured to kind of tell my brain, you can relax now, chill. (laughs) And learning your rhythm 
learning how it works can be important for that. I remember reading something about movies. I know this is completely like, okay, Moggy, I will bring it back. I, I promise. But they frame certain shots in a way to guide the audience through doorways. So if you ever see like mm. a camera follow the action through an arch or a window or a door, it's actually a very subtle way of telling the viewer that something has changed, something is transitioning. And mm. I remember being told that about a specific movie and going, wow, that's, that's really cool. Like that, that really reframed the movie for me. And then like over time, I've realized like life works this way. I need to understand that as I pass through doorways, like I can actually tell my body, you have transitioned. We are now in vacation mm. mode. Creating mm. those doorways for yourself can speed the process along or at least help it along. Rather than being mm. like, okay, I've got to pack everything. I'm going to like, did I forget anything? I don't know. It's time to go. Where's the passport? Who cares? <laughs> you know, and then you sort of like, you end up in, you know, the, your destination and you're still in busy mode. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes like that little bit of plan, like I love lists. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to get very um, glasses on the end of my nose here, but a nice packing the analog list. version of spreadsheets. <laughs> well, a nice packing list, a nice list of the things I want to do. For some reason, it means that once I transition through into the holiday, I can kind of go, do I need to worry about anything? Nope, it's on the list. And the list mm -hmm. is, will worry about it for me. I am mm. on holiday. Mm. I'll take my uh, coffee on the veranda, please. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Who are you saying that to? Who's bringing you coffee? <laughs> it's me. I'm just talking to the me that made the coffee. But I, I, I like to like imagine that I buttle for myself. Mm. Chop, chop. See, now, now I'm just imagining you, God, this better, it better not be like this in Vienna. Just you going, I'll have my coffee on the veranda. And then you sort of standing up going, to think, right away, sir. And then running back to like Woodhouse from Archer. It's, it's going to be very, very disturbing. Until you, until you get caught up in it. And then you're suddenly being waited on by Woodhouse from Archer. I'll be the voice. You know, you know I'm going to get caught up in it. You know, you know I'm going to start doing the characters as well. I can't help it. <laughs> Very good, sir. I see pageantry. I have to join in. <laughs> ah, we have fun. Oh, you know. the, 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 there's a fun little thought here, but like in terms of media, like I don't go to the cinema very often. And this is something that like I forget about. Like for some people, it's about the movie that they're watching. For other people, it's about the experience of going to the cinema. And the idea is mm -hmm. that, you know, you plop yourself down on a chair and you switch off. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you're, you're giving your mind a break from itself, from mm -hmm. you. And that's what a vacation is. It's switching off, giving yourself time to just step away from everything, everything that's mm -hmm. like worrying mm -hmm. you, everything that's stressing you out, even the things that are beautiful and cherished in your life. Sometimes you need to take a step back to appreciate them. Mm. We can minimize too much. We yes. can. This is why it's indulgently minimal. Like sometimes we can live a very stoic or even aesthetic life where we just sort of, you know, no, I'm not going to overindulge in this. I'm not. It's the minimalist with the, you know, a fork and a knife and they're considering the spoon. It, mm -hmm. It's definitely that that you can um, reduce everything either because, no, I won't do this. I won't do that for whatever reason. <laughs> or it's super minimalizing because you have a long-term goal ahead of you yeah and as we mentioned yes you know we talked about it uh yesterday last week <laughs> i have no concept of time anymore <laughs> we talked about it last week with the you spend so long trying to working for something that by the yeah. end of it you're so burnt out you don't want it anymore and you can mm. do that 
you can minimize so much not spending, not going anywhere because you have a big goal, financial goal, social goal, work goal, that by the end of it, you're so sick of everything and you've done nothing in the meantime. You've spent two or three years not living or thriving at all. Yeah. And it can it, it, it can it takes a it toll. completely burn you out. It, it takes, takes a massive a toll. toll and you don't realize it until you've stepped away from it. You don't re you need to take that vacation to step away from it, view things from a distance to realize, oh, actually, I'm not enjoying this. I'm not happy with this. This is actually very unproductive for me. And it, it swings in roundabouts. And it's very frustrating to say, like, be careful, like social media is trying to sell you a product. But sometimes you need that big, crazy holiday to Japan that we talked about. You know, uh, very jealous, oh. Maddox. Very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Take oh. us with you. Can, 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 can I have a suitcase? Can, can, I, can I just explain the situations? Basically, like, while having, while having a conversation with Jeff uh, a little while ago, we were discussing the whole analysis paralysis in terms of, like, where, where, where do I go? What do I see? It's like so many options. And do we go see the... Uh, uh, what was it? The, the the Aurora Borealis, like the Northern Lights. Mm. Do we aim for something else? Japan seems like a place that was on the list, huh? <laughs> I don't know what to do. I spoke to another friend, like a few minutes after, just catching up, and asked him if he had any plans to go to Japan. He was like, "Yeah, December." <laughs> like, I I guess the decision's made. <laughs> So, like, it was, it's an opportunity that presented itself. Like, this is somebody who's been to Japan before. Mm -hmm. uh, he knows ah, the lay of the nice. land. He has a very sort of, like, a very good idea of how to explore Japan. Mm -hmm. And that does take a lot of the weight off, and it does add to sort of, like, um, a checklist destination. It's something I have had to learn to do, and it's something I suggest a lot of people learn to do. Say yes. Learn mm -hmm. to say yes. Yep. Like, oh, you're going to Japan. Would you like to come? Yes. Oh my <laughs> word, yes. It's we're sometimes we're so we're so willing to um, stack up uh, the risk versus versus reward. We're so willing to have a look at all the reasons not to do something. Mm. You know, well, I can't do that because well, it's expensive, or well, I've got this planned, and well, it's such short notice, and. But, and sometimes, yeah, just like, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this thing? Hell yeah. Let's just mm -hmm. do it. Yeah, you know? let's go. I mean, yeah. with, yeah, I'm you know, way ahead of you already. We're not going for a few months. On the way. You know, there's <laughs> Jeff running forward. Mm. I mean, y yes, I would do that. Okay, fine. <laughs> Call me out. Fine, you know. I do pa I do tend to pack like a week ahead of things, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's also important to note that it's very important to say yes when you can. Like sometimes you don't have that option. And you never know when you're not going to have the option. Mm -hmm. So if everything lines up in the moment, yeah. Because, like, life is the next big adventure, right? Maybe that's just me. Life is the next big adventure. And sometimes I have to remind myself that not everything is about the summer that's coming in two months or this Christmas. Sometimes it's, you know what, I really want to do this thing. I'm going to start putting money aside. I'm going to do it in two years, in five mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 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 staying away. It's staying away from that. You know, quarterly. Yeah. You know, next season, this summer, quarterly yeah. thinking. Grass is always green, and you know, quarter three thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and it's also you know really querying with yourself because like there's some people. I mean, I have myself been guilty of this, that you can even fall into a routine 
with your vacationing. Okay, summer's coming up. I better book those two weeks at, you know, the campsite. I better book that thing I always do. Are you enjoying it anymore? Are you doing this because it's fun and relaxing or are you doing this because it's what you do? Hmm. Well, again, it's it, like it's that... Um it's very easy to fall into those. They call them ruts, and I think it's a kind of a loaded word because it's called a rut because it's a, it's a path a wheel has tread many, many times and it re- reduces the friction. It's um, yeah. you know, the path of least resistance. And that in itself is very useful sometimes. It's something that you don't have to think about. It's something that you don't have to worry about. You just do it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's so easy to fall into that. After a while, is it actually good for you anymore? Mm-hmm. And, but it's an opportunity. That's the mm-hmm. thing. Like, mm-hmm. and that's what I love about these conversations, about what we can do here, is it's that opportunity to ask yourself, when you realize, I'm in this rut, I'm in this cycle, why? Why am I here? What am I getting out of it? I mean, I can't just be going there because it's habit. There must be something. And then you get to query in yourself, mm. well, what am I enjoying? What am I not enjoying? What can I do? What? It feeds back into that thing that we've been saying right from the right from the go. It's about being mindful about your decisions, about what you're doing, actually considering and thinking, what's going on? Why am I doing this? What's happening? Who is that? Why are they wearing a crocodile suit? <laughs> the important questions that you need to ask, and it's easy to avoid them. It's very easy to avoid them, and that's, uh, and then, yeah, shouldn't be done. It's crazy. Like sometimes you can realize you've been going to the same place for the last 10 years. And like, if you just step over that hill, there's a whole other place you didn't even know was there. Or, you know, sometimes it's realizing that, yeah, maybe I've been to this city. Maybe it's like Copenhagen, for example. I've been there, you know, three or four times in the last two years. Mm-hmm. But then you sort Hi. of go, <laughs> but then you ask yourself like, oh, I've never been to this area. There's mm-hmm. actually like a whole set of like bars and cafes over here that, oh, let's go check those out. I, I like, I, I spent a very short time in that city. I enjoyed myself so much. Like I have been considering, okay, not think about it too much and just go revisit and explore the city some more. Again, we flew through Copenhagen and immediately stepped on a train. I haven't been to that city. I, I, mm. I, I gotta say, guys, I can't recommend it enough. It's a fantastic <laughs> city. <laughs> The, the Boots and Hat Store, Murdoch. The Boots and Hat Store. You need to go back and go to the Boots and Hat Store. <laughs> See, Jeff, Jeff, there's always there's the other risk here. There's the other risk that someday you'll be in Copenhagen and you'll be enjoying your nice little weekend getaway and you'll be all, you know, calm and cozy. And then suddenly you'll see the two of us there. Hi! That would <laughs> be awesome. You, that, that would be so cool, though. <laughs> It's like, oh my God, it's you guys. And then we'd dance and we'd hug and um, there'd be lots of eye rolling. And then, well, the, the, you know, the locals would be looking at us like, what are these English people doing? Like, <laughs> You'd be an honorary <laughs> Englishman in this scenario, Murdoch, because they wouldn't know any better. We'd mm-hmm. be speaking in English, so how were they to know? Oh, yes, yes, absolutely prim and proper. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if you go to the Boots and, ha- boots and Hats boots and store, like, you know, you could, you could get monocle. a top hat and a monocle. You could like, oh, that guy is clearly British. He's wearing uh, a top uh, hat and a monocle. Click, ah, click, yes, jeez, hold on. I, I ah. could serve you coffee the next day. Clearly, you could be Jeeves. <laughs> I could be Jeeves and Woodhouse. Uh, cl- clearly a Kodak moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah. my, oh, wow, my, that's my, digging my, deep, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> my, my last point, I guess, I think this is advice given to me from a friend a very, very long time ago, is, is not living life through the lens of a camera, although at this point in time it's not through, <laughs> not through the viewfinder <laughs> anymore. 
Um, yeah. But we, we can get caught up in trying to capture all of these moments for posterity's sake. Yeah. It's it's strange because, like, for me, it's a pendulum. I, hmm? Sometimes I, I'm so far on one end that I'm thinking, like, yes, you know, uh, carpe diem, let's live it in the moment, let's experience everything. And then I'll sit back and go... You know, I don't have many pictures of that trip. I wish I could remember what that looked like or blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, then it'll sort of like swing back and I'll suddenly be photographing everything. And it's like, come on, you know, live in the moment. Put the phone down. Let's just, mm. you know, experience things. There is the balance there because sometimes you look through and you're thinking, what is this photo? Where is this? <laughs> what is going on? Is that a tooth? I don't want... This is blurry. What is going on? And then it's like then it sits with you for the rest of your life because you never remember what's going on and it's like a mystery that you'll never solve like the pineapple on the nightstand. <laughs> <laughs> Did they ever address that? Nope, never solved it. They had to close the case. Hmm. Uh, anywho. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think we can take away from what we've talked about today? For me, it's very much a being uh, aware and mindful about one you know, how you are right now with, you know, with whatever you're doing, whether it work, family, whatever, you know, how you, do you have stresses? Do you know what they are? It's kind of important to be aware of those and just make sure that you're not five minutes away from, you know, jumping out of a window and, you know, running down the street in your underpants, you know, waving maracas because you're broken. Hmm. Putting uh, two pencils up your nose and going wibble. <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. That was the most British thing you've ever said in your life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I have my moments. <laughs> I think it's very important to learn to take time off. You need to rest, and it's very important to internalize that, that it is okay for you to take some time off to rest. Mm -hmm. Whether that's just a few days off so you can, you know, relax at home, or whether you want to take two weeks, three weeks to go fly off somewhere you've never been before or somewhere you have been before, but it is important to take time off. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's learning to give yourself permission, whether that's to rest, to adventure, to do both. Learning what it is that gives you rest. I think that's really what caught my attention today is like asking that question of myself, what actually rejuvenates me? What do I find relaxing? Because I want a little bit of everything. And as much as I'm trying to give myself permission to rest, permission to say yes, I'm also still learning about myself. Like, do I want to sit on the beach or do I want to jump on that jet ski and, you know, ride off into the night? I don't know, always. And I think that's okay. Mm -hmm. Don't jump on jet skis and ride off into the <laughs> night. The fuel cells are actually, they will take you far out, but you won't be able to get back. You won't back. be able to get back. <laughs> Um, yeah. and then you'll have to, then you'll have to start living with the whales and the dolphins, and it'll be uh, weird, and they'll make fun of you because you know <laughs> you, you can't you, you can't hold your breath for three hours. You know it's going to yeah. be very awkward. Yeah, maybe it's also about learning to enjoy the process. Mm -hmm. Like we talk a lot about minimalizing and mindfulness. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think that actually that process itself we need to learn to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Like there's mm -hmm. an excitement to figuring out what is it that makes me tick that's and that's that, that's vital for the mindfulness if you don't you know you need to be aware of what's going on and you need to go through that thought process and you need to mindfully go through that thought process to really get to the answers that we've been talking about yeah and 
there's an excitement and an enjoyment there because while you're figuring it out, that's the adventure. That whether it's, you know, learning to cook a new dish or figuring out what kind of vacation you like, at the end of the day, if you mess it up, you've still got something you can eat. You, you've still gone on that adventure. So maybe when you get home and you go, that really didn't go how I thought it would. Still, it was an adventure. At least it went. Yeah, and at least it wasn't another weekend watching Netflix. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a weekend watching Netflix. It wasn't another day sat at your desk. It was something else. Yeah. And ultimately, basically, you learned a little bit more about yourself and hopefully learned to like yourself a bit more. That. Yeah. Yeah. And you also learn really important things like the fact that, you know, I'm allergic to eel. It's very, very important to learn these things. <laughs> it is. It is. It's... Okay, guys. Well, I hope you have all enjoyed that one. We've been Indulgently Minimal. You can follow us on Instagram, Indulgently Minimal there. Any thoughts, questions, comments, just send us an email at indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com. I've been Moggy and I have been joined by Jeff. Thanks, guys. Remember to go easy on yourselves. And Murdoch. And remember, folks, indulge a little. I hope you've enjoyed this one. See you for the next one. Bye. See you later. Take care, everyone. Seriously, eel is terrible. It it ruins me. (laughs) 